0: On today's Good Word, we're talking about how mutual relationships work in nature and the exclusive relationship between God and His people. Most pollinators try to gather food from a wide variety of plants. Some are attracted to just a few certain flowers and smells, though. The development of plants and pollinators to this mutual, exclusive relationship is called co-evolution, the plants that best suit the pollinator's diet benefit from the pollinators traveling exclusively to their species. Here's an extreme example, the yucca flower. It is only pollinated by one species of yucca moth, which relies on that plant completely both for food and for shelter. By being so specialized for each other's quirks, they've shut out any other potential pollinators or sources of food. There's no competition from an outsider because they are only suited for each other. As humans, we can't rely only on ourselves to fulfill all we need to survive, at least not physically. People interact with a lot of different people every day so we can function as a society and achieve our goals. Even if we don't know each other very well, we rely upon good manners to grease the gears that keep human social relationships functioning. But the spiritual aspect of our lives ask that we dive deeper than just polite interest in our commitment to God. When Moses knew that his time with the Israelites was coming to an end, he led the children of Israel in making a lasting covenant. Deuteronomy chapter 29 lays out the expectations of this relationship God wanted with his people. The basics said that they would be blessed if they were obedient to God and cursed if they weren't. But the promise asked for more than just a commitment to follow God. That thou shouldest enter into covenant with the Lord thy God, and into his oath, which the Lord thy God maketh with thee this day, that he may establish thee today for a people unto himself, and that he may be unto thee a God, as he hath said unto thee, and as he hath sworn unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob the Lord and those who elected to follow him are to be completely exclusive. God only has one people, those scattered across the globe who have committed to following him and his example. In return, his people have only one God to whom they turn in all things. The Israelites of Moses' day would have been surrounded by cultures who valued believing in a multitude of gods. The thought was, it was better to cover all your bases. If the God of rivers flooded your house, maybe the one in charge of harvest would at least take pity on you and not let you starve. But the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob said he was a jealous God, demanding complete devotion from those he calls his own. The world and people created by his hand need no intruding presence. Polytheism, or Multiple gods is not as popular now as it once was But that doesn't mean we're free From finding other gods to distract us Anything we value more than our promises to God Shifts our gaze away from What we need to survive spiritually We can't get what the Lord offers anywhere else Making our pledge to follow Him Is a matter of survival spiritually He's shaping His people to be exactly what He needs To accomplish His work making us perfectly suited for what He has asked us to do. And the Lord has everything we could need. And that's the good word.